Welcome back to BeYoungMinistry.com, to another blog and to another podcast. Today we continue in our study of the book of Romans, in chapter 9, verses 14 through 18, which reads, What then shall we say? Is God unjust? Not at all. For he says to Moses, I will have mercy on whom I have mercy, and I will have compassion on whom I have compassion. It does not, therefore, depend on human desire or effort, but on God's mercy. For Scripture says to Pharaoh, I raised you up for this very purpose, that I might display my power in you, and that my name might be proclaimed in all the earth. Therefore, God has mercy on whom he wants to have mercy, and he hardens whom he wants to harden. That's Romans chapter 9, verses 14 through 18. Today we continue our study of Romans chapter 9, wherein the Apostle Paul chronicles Israel's past relationship with the God of the Bible. In context, the Apostle is expounding more deeply upon the doctrine of election and why it is so important. Due to the fact that man utterly rejected God in his culture, we were totally walled off from God. This is what the Bible refers to as spiritual death. Paul tells us in Ephesians that we were born dead to God due to our spiritual death in Adam. In verses 14 and 15 of today's passage, we read, What then shall we say? Is God unjust? Not at all. For he says to Moses, I will have mercy on whom I have mercy. And I will have compassion on whom I have compassion. God is, by nature, love. But man was separated from God by our sin. This meant we could not access God's love. It was our sinful condition that had caused God's presence to be hidden from us so that we could not be in his presence. Our sin gave the devil domain over our existence. One day, the Pharisees came to the Lord Jesus and said, Our Father is God. To which the Lord Jesus responded, If God were your Father, you would love me, for I came from God. You do not understand my speech because you are not able to listen to my word. You are of your Father the devil. After this, the Lord Jesus informed the religious leaders that there is only one way to become a child of God, and that is by receiving God's Son as Savior. The Lord Jesus is the only way into God's family. In John chapter 1, verses 12 and 13, we read, As many as received him, to them he gave the power, the right, the authority, the privilege, to be called sons of God, to those who believe in his name. In verse 15, the apostle quotes Exodus chapter 33 and verse 19, which records the words spoken by God to Moses, who had been on the mountain with God for 40 days and 40 nights. While Moses was up on the mountain, the children of Israel were down at the foot of the mountain, worshiping a golden calf. In fact, they danced around that golden calf, stripping off their clothes until they were naked. 
When Moses came down from the mountain with the law in his hands, he was furious. As a result, he broke the law into pieces and went back up to the mountain again, where he discovered that God too was angry. Moses began to intercede and God pointed out that even Moses could not intercede for the people. It was in that context that God said to Moses, I will bless whom I will bless. I'll have mercy upon whom I will have mercy. And I will show compassion to whomever I want to show compassion. It is very important to note that God's election operated within a backdrop of utter failure on the behalf of Israel. In verses 16 and 17 of today's passage, we read, It does not therefore depend upon human desire or effort, but on God's mercy. For Scripture says to Pharaoh, I raised you up for this very purpose, that I might display my power in you, and that my name might be proclaimed in all the earth. While Moses and the story of Israel at Mount Sinai are used to show how God shows mercy upon whom he will, Pharaoh is used to show how God hardens whom he will. In fact, the scriptures tell us that God raised Pharaoh up for this very purpose. That doesn't mean that he caused him to be born in order that he might be lost. But he put him on the throne in order that Pharaoh's stubbornness would be the backdrop by which God's power and grace would be on display. Over ten times in the Old Testament it says Pharaoh hardened his own heart long before God hardened the heart of Pharaoh. Pharaoh was lost because he was born lost. And of course God did not choose to show mercy on him. And Pharaoh chose not to believe. Moses and Pharaoh were equally guilty before God. In James chapter 4, verse 6, we read, God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. The problem with humility is that brokenness precedes it. <laughs> no one wants brokenness, and no one wants humility. This is why many do not come to faith in the Lord Jesus. People like Pharaoh and Esau didn't want to be humbled by God. And yet, it was a necessity. In verse 18 of today's passage, we read, Therefore God is mercy on whom he wants to have mercy, and he hardens whom he wants to harden. God's mercy and compassion are not rights that anyone deserves. These are favors graciously bestowed upon the willing by God. This is why God can show mercy to whomever he pleases. God did not create hell for any human, but he lets rebellious man go there if he so chooses. Anyone who wants nothing to do with God on this earth and pushes God away, God will allow that. It would be cruel if someone wanted nothing to do with God and God made them come into heaven. God makes a sovereign, independent choice to show mercy, to be compassionate on whomever he wills. God's not willing 
the Bible says, that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. And the question is, do you believe? My friends, I trust this blog and this podcast are helping you in your walk with the Lord. If I can be of further assistance to you, shoot me an email at beyoungministry at gmail.com. Hey, have a great day.